0: Star. Star. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven of pants, seven of pants. That dude fits that on dude the fits on the beat. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, live it entertainment. Sound, same, sound, same, sound. Round the king, round the king's only. This is where it get ill. About to have a simple five and the chips real from the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying around the field starting five forever keeping it real if it matters in the world of sports teams sports, sports, and long sleeves they taking no shorts no time to death yeah. oh yes these other sports podcasts live as a pro's course this market wave is starting five goes off goes off no matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window they it with clear thoughts, clear thoughts they take it way deeper than the force ever force no longer got any use for the four letters the latest news score stats and View from the sideline, ain't no guideline. It's just the truth, it's just the truth. Yeah. no need to dig for a part in line. It's always in season if people can start five. Start five. going in on three. Run the baseline, start five. Get it. We got what you, we need. got what you need. If the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking because we live We got what you, we got what you yeah. need. we going in on three. Speak. I got what you
1: need. I got what you need. I got what you need. 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 I hope y'all got what you need, cause I don't. My mm, fuck, I'm just mad. I gotta go to work. Fuck going to hell like that. What if there was a hell? We'll still be kicking it down there live with the star five because we are good everywhere we go. Y'all know who I am. I'm the man that passed the copper Pepsi to end racism.
2: <laughs> <way>. <laughs>
1: y'all we remember do, that? Commercial. We do a
2: good job. You did do a good job. <laughs> you know, it's just here you go.
1: Here's a Pepsi. All our problems are solved.
2: <laughs> but the
1: one problem mm-hmm. that uh, we need y'all to solve the best—that ain't a problem. It's a good issue in your life. Hit that hooks rub box next to Tyrone's head. Use the code start five. We oh, got the box. He got, yeah, that's right. You got the box. Today. He got you the, put box the, best today. In the you, box. you see them smile on his
3: face. That's what happens when you get the box. Oh my god! I'm here. I'm ready I'm Ready for this show. Um. I'm fortunate. I'm I'm fortunate. I don't gotta go to work till Tuesday. Not to rub it in, Dan. I ain't rubbing it in. I'm just saying, you know. More money. (laughs) I'm off till Tuesday, but um, yeah, I'm ready to go. I had a good work week, and um, I'm refreshed, and I got my uh, my friend with me.
2: Nice. (laughs) And our other friend with us here 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 here. anyway uh yeah the week has been good um had a good weekend solid weekend I wish I played better ball this morning that was a waste of energy but I feel good um oh I, I so somebody switched my uh work from home day so I don't have to be in the office till Wednesday Tyrone so I'm home tomorrow and Tuesday ah well, see, I, I only got an hour. I I would have been been right there with y'all. I only got to be in office for two days. It's Wednesday and Thursday, and I'm back home Friday to work from home again. Fucking nice. And it's pay week. Let's go.
1: I would have been right there with y'all if it wasn't for this little bit of bullshit-ass snow that happened. The snow forced us to work full force today. I'm probably going to have to work tomorrow, which... Actually works out because then it'll look like I worked the holiday, so to charge me and push me back some, because I wasn't supposed to return back to work till Tuesday, and then only have to work Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I was out Thursday to Saturday. So I, I'm complaining, and originally I only had to work two days, and this was coming off of I was just on a week vacation, away from the shithole country that I work in. Night- but I got my Steam Deck finally. It's in the case. I just gotta get used to, you know, dealing with that. But uh,
3: yeah. I'm. Well, TJ, I'm a fake dress one up though, you know what I mean? You that? didn't have to one up me on that. Man, I never thought you would do such a thing. But you know, one up you or <laughs> one. You no know, TJ tried to one up me because I said I'm off to Tuesday, and he's like, I only gotta go to Wednesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> he kinda, yeah. You mad because
1: I got the box. That's uh, all. Well, if, you if, was... <laughs> if
3: if this was it's
1: going it. according to my plan, I had y'all both beat because I only would have had to work two days this week. But that failed. I'm only at so... two days this week too. Oh, excuse oh, me. I mean, so yeah, you this? won. The top of the top yeah, yeah, of it's beat it's, us. It's all right.
2: Wednesday <laughs> Thursday Wednesday Thursday. I gotta be at work. So then okay. you guys have full first because you're doing like clean up with the snow. Like the bit shit you know, put the piles up you're cleaning that up today? Nah,
1: well there shouldn't be no big piles because to be honest, I mean this snow was actually it actually stayed a little bit longer than the last time it snowed. Like the last time it snowed which was the start of my vacation, it was um it was heavier. But it was like more rain and watery but like yo like that snow when I was outside shoveling that shit was like 90 mile an hour fastball, snowball kind of snow.
2: Was, oh, the wind was whipping like that.
1: No, it wasn't the wind. It was the wetness in the density of the snow. Like oh. you pa- you pretty much would, would pack a ice ball. And you could be Randy Johnson oh. killing pigeons. We definitely night. got
2: we, we definitely got eight inches out here. We definitely had eight inches. But that's up here. that's <laughs> up there though. It's different.
3: Let me, let me tell y'all how bad the snow fucked me up this week, right? So then you know, you Brian does the UWO podcast, and I was going to drive up there after spurt to go do the show. And Brian was like, "Nah, you can't drive up here because it's going to be a snowstorm. We're not going to do the snow. I mean, we're not going to do the show because the snow is going to be all fucked up." And so then I made plans not to go. And then around 5.30, they was all like, hey, the snow ain't shit like they said it was. So we doing the show. So I kind of got fucked out of being on there. So I was going to be on there live, but I got fucked out of it because the snowstorm was supposed to be something that it wasn't. Yeah, so- I heard them talking about it. I
1: And that's a trip. I, Brian already knows Kyle, Eddie. They already know that's a trip that been in the works for me to make. But I can't make that trip without my without my wife and the kids because there's places up there that my wife already got planned to eat at, so I have to like make it a whole weekend type of deal. And you know. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it on Tuesday. That's nice. And Again. it's and 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 it's it's not a short drive. Yeah, I know. So I, I to do that like after work, like what are you gonna go re- record the UWO at like one in the morning with them? <laughs> this, no, it's like I'll a five there. six hour drive.
3: I'm gonna be there. I don't I'm, I'm gonna go plan it to try to be there by like seven or eight. Oh well you to are gonna take off Tuesday. So you, no, I'm gonna going to work, to work at three. You can work at three or two, then I'm going to work and then I'm going jet out. Like when I gotta, you know, I mean get on the road. Yeah, you gotta what leave time man what time early. you what time you what time you get off. I don't get off originally till four, so even if I get off at four, I won't make it oh, there till like nine. Yeah, you're not gonna
1: make Bro, it. Bro, you you're gonna be in a harder rush
2: late. hour, man. Huh? You're gonna be in a harder rush hour by the time you leave, man. That's no, no, I'm going,
3: but it's like I'm right. I'm where I'm working at right now. I'm right on ninety-five. Like ninety-five is literally two minutes from the job site, so I'm gonna be on ninety-five right away. Yeah, but then, like
1: what part of like are you like near the Ben Franklin 95? Like that you know, far? Are you in Philly or are you in Jersey? I'm in Jersey. Oh, you're working
3: in Jersey? Yeah.
1: South or what part of Jersey?
3: Um all our work went mostly South Jersey, but I'm kinda like I'm kind of like near near close near the Delaware. Area. Oh you are so you are already
1: you're already two hours yeah. South Jersey. <laughs> i'm not trying to hamper or damper your mood i'm just that that feat is leave work at 12 nah, but he's yeah because Rhode Island ain't it's it's a fucking yeah. hike it's a hike for me where on staten island and i'm and that's a, and i'm already an hour plus an hour and a half from where you would be at working just to get to staten island
2: yeah because you yeah because from new york is three hours to boston and i'm not close you know what i'm saying i'm still so you gotta go and, and that drive through connecticut is crazy that's what kills you connecticut that drive through connecticut is crazy but for my job if you said, leave early enough you can, you can make
3: from my job the roll Island, it's said four hours and 35 minutes All i'm okay. good with that.
1: okay that's not the worst
3: that's what i'm saying so I'm I'm good with that. All right. I'm going to make, I'm gonna make yeah. that run up. I'm going to make it. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe I'll ask. Maybe I'll just talk to Brian today and see if they can do it. If they would do the show tomorrow instead of Tuesday. And leave early. They used to do it on Mondays. Well, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask him. As soon as we get off here, I'm going to be like, Brian, can you do the show tomorrow? Right. right. We'll see. They used to do it Mondays, but. But I gotta yeah. get in that studio with them, bro. I gotta get in there. Oh yeah, yeah. You and so you and hey, you and
1: you and Kyle can double team Eddie. No, Eddie's you know, my man. No, but Eddie's your man. But Eddie's team AEW over WWE. While wow, you're a WWE <laughs> guy like Kyle, but you're a Shawn Michaels. I mean, my bad. You're a Michael Hickenbottom guy like Brian. Let's let's
3: address that if we keep bringing it up. Why he Michael Hickenbottom? So,
2: so real quick because
3: that's his name.
2: So real quick, you know I, I know Risco why Risco. y'all
3: earned, y'all told me about Hulk Hogan earned Terry Bollea. So why y'all calling Sean Hickenbottom now? Like, I am, that. I am. No, I they am, did it on the U, they did on the UWO podcast too. They kept calling him Hickenbottom. Well, and that's Brian's man. That's that's his goat too. Like you,
1: Who, yeah, it ain't, ain't because he done it ain't because he done nothing. It's just because okay. I feel like saying it. All right, cool. so <laughs> even though he so probably wasn't back in the backstage, too, and all that, oh, all wrestlers have come back. What's up,
2: TJ? So, for the first time in a long time, I watched wrestling the other day, and it was this tag team called DYI or DIY or something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Johnny, Johnny Gargano, and and, in- uh, Champa. Yo, they were doing all that technical shit. I like, you know, going off the ropes, flipping each other, reversing shit. I was like, yo, this is the wrestling yeah. I remember right here. This is the wrestling I like.
1: Well, you like, have to you kind of have dope. to to see that on WWE, you gotta stick it out for the long haul because you're gonna get more the entertaining with some of the wrestling.
3: Yo, hold on. I nope. just peeped something, right? Okay. I just peeped something real quick. Why y'all didn't give me the memo? Now, Dan, you've been putting little no shit under your name, and now TJ got shit under his name. Oh, come in here late with shit under his name. It, don't is like he come <laughs> <laughs> doing that was
2: on you. We didn't you discuss, discuss this. it. You
1: can change don't it right me. now. You go. We did discuss this. Go to settings. Wait a second. You go to. Let yeah, me. I, see I know this. how to do it. I'm just saying, y'all didn't tell me y'all I start doing that. So, do it. I've been doing it since I just fun. started, and Jamal has been killing it before he started doing this. But well, he was, just yeah, saying, For- yeah. He I, I just, just say, former quarter
2: water salesman. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm always doing it now because I got new technology, so yeah. I can yeah. do it. <laughs> and
3: <laughs> I just and read O'Jones. It's funny because it says Oh, in the building when he don't ever really be in the building. <laughs> um, well, he in the I'm building
1: said, But TJ, got, I'm TJ said spirit. he don't have the win, but he got the win, too. But what up, Oh?
4: What's good? What's good, fellas, baby? I'm just listening to y'all, baby. I'm trying to get it where I fit him.
1: Yeah, no, ain't nothing. We, you ain't miss nothing. We just talking shit. We just talking shit before we... Let Tyrone talk shit about uh Monique because he wanted to bring that up. Because I just tell you now, I ain't I ain't watch it. I I don't want to watch it. Uh you wanna watch I, baby? I, I ride I ride with uh I ride with DL Hughley in their little beef, and that's that. That's my take on it. Go ahead, Tyrone.
3: Why you wanna just assume that I want to talk shit about Monique? I do. <laughs> it's do just, ask- oh, oh, calm I- down. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing. Oh, here's the thing, right? Monique went on Club Shay Shay, and I think that that was a whole almost piggyback off the Cat Williams shit. That's what I think she went there for. That's what I think the whole call I'm like, why, why is we doing that, right? Absolutely. And then Monique went on that show to talk about the same thing that she's been talking about for almost four years now. She just went on there and just spit the same old shit. So it's like, and then she goes, I'm trying to resolve things. I want to be sweet with my babies and all that, but it's, it's been four years and you ain't resolved. None of that shit. What, what effort are you putting forth? Like this this was a bunch of bullshit to me. The thing is, i like, Monique, you still have subsequently done nothing since you started all of this shit. You've done nothing. Your Netflix special was you talking shit about the shit that you've been talking about. You didn't do nothing funny. You just came on there and still vented. Still talked about DL. Still talked about Tyler Perry. Still talked about all this shit. And it's like, this story been going on for four years, and I'm sick of hearing it. And now she got a platform where she's working now with 50 Cent. She's got a platform that somebody let her on, and you went back on a new platform to talk about four-year-old shit again. I and mean, I'm just, like, I was sympathetic to her when it happened, and now I'm just tired of it. You know, Tyrone, I, I'll be honest with
4: you. I, I have to agree with everything you just said, and 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 hearing hearing and listening to you is like, yo, you mean to tell me that after four years, <laughs> after four or five years, you have not resolved anything? You've been on, you've been on Club Shay Shay, you've been on Steve Harvey show. So it leads it leads to me to believe that that yo, it's, maybe it's you. You know, I mean, initially we went in there thinking that okay. Oprah and Tyler Perry are the gatekeepers, but maybe it's you. You know
1: what I'm saying? I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I told y'all I got nothing, so don't die down on me. (laughs) TJ, I muted you. Unmute yourself when you're ready to talk because the wind is going crazy. But yeah, I I told y'all I got nothing on this other than... Like I said, I, I, I fuck with what DL Hughley responded to after the fact and y'all could go to his Instagram and all that shit to see that It's about two plus weeks old now, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have nothing towards nothing for nor against Monique, you know, I, I need to watch the special that she was fighting for all these years. She was fighting, 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 which that's the real thing that I would want to talk about. Like everybody's out there like, y'all, yeah, but I deserve this opportunity. I deserve this opportunity. I felt the same way about a lot of shit, especially when it comes to the podcasting world and things like that. Yeah, I deserve, I deserve. I've been doing this shit for so long. I've been doing this shit for so long. Yada, yada, yada. But the one thing that I've learned is within all of this creative space, fuck waiting for the big time to come get you. If you want to do some shit, go do that shit yourself.
3: No, then you know, There's so no like
1: what well, so you you don't have to here's my thing, me just hold on a second. Cause my point is if you wanted a special, right? Especially this is going to comedians, right? But if you wanted a special, it don't take much other than to bring some camera. I'm sure you know people that got cameras. Get the club to set up for you. Record spot from spot to spot to spot. You could put some shit together, throw it up on YouTube, and make make it your own way. Just like Ali Sadiq was doing. Just like um, I forgot dude's name, but Godfrey, oh, yeah. brings, Godfrey brings him up all the time. Like uh, you know, um, but yeah, there's so many people out there for years for years for years for years you don't get this opportunity you don't get that opportunity you don't get that opportunity but you want yourself to give yourself a good look guess what the 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 means <clears throat> and the ability in today's time to go get it yourself is still there you don't need that's you don't need Hollywood executives no more You don't need to have Netflix Give you whatever Would it be dope? Yes But you don't need To have these places give to you anymore You can go do Record your own shit And then sell it If you're willing to sell your IP Away that You know that eagerly But it's out there to go
3: get for yourself Go ahead Tyrone my bad Not even that the thing is, we we doing our podcast, we doing it ourselves, right? But if some big company or some big podcasting people or somebody in Hollywood said, Hey, starting five, we feel like you deserve this spot, and we're gonna give it to you. Us, we gonna go on there and we're gonna kill that shit. We're gonna prove to them that they was right for picking us. She said she deserved it. Netflix gave it to her, and then what did she do? She used that as a way to rant about shit she already was ranting about. She
1: didn't, Tyrone, t- but here's the thing you're assuming that I would just say, yeah, we're going to do that. I would have to see what they're putting on the table. When you're just talking in assumption of what you're saying we are gonna do, I don't just run to, oh, they are giving us a bag, we gonna do that. You're right about the Monique situation, but don't ever put that the star five no. is just gonna Hollywood's gonna come to us and we just gonna go yeah. yes sir, sir master yes sir. No, I said for your bad so Nah, we don't
3: work. did it. More. We would kill it. I said if we did it. Oh yeah, we would yeah. Kill it. If we did it, we'd kill it. Yeah. I said if we did it. I ain't say we was just gonna do it.
1: Uh yeah, the way you made it sound was like we are gonna take it and we are gonna kill it. Like we gonna said, take if.
3: it. Gonna if means like take- if, if. If, if, bro. <laughs> I said if. <laughs> Unless unless it was me. a
4: spliff, then we'd be getting high. Right. <laughs> right. But
1: my bad. But yeah, TJ, you got anything on this or are you still gonna stay? Like I guess that I, I muted
2: you only because of the wind. You did, you did right because then the big ass wind blew right. <laughs> <by after that. laughs> I mean you all just we all saying the same thing. Like she's she's not getting moving past the, the bullshit and she's not Doing anything to make your situation better at all. She's like she just wants to play the victim and somebody to come and rescue her, and it's not happening. I personally, I thought she was funny early in her career, and as she got going on, her standups became progressively worse. So I don't, I don't find her funny at all anymore. So she's better. She, she's she's better she she, she, she She's doing bitter comedy. Yes, that's, that's what it is, and it's it's whack. I can see if you're making fun of yourself in the process of it, maybe that would be funny, but yeah, it's it's whack.
1: It's like the alcohol commercials back in the day. The drunk, the drunk driver commercials. Know when to say when. And some people don't know when to say when. Some people don't know, hey, that's been my time. You know, like Cat Williams mentioning all these people like Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer, people like that. Like, people that we don't see them doing stand up no more because their time in the arena they kind of recognize has passed, even though stand up is one of those things that you can do your entire life if you continue to keep that sword, that sword sharp. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we can look at everybody Rodney Dangerfield, Red Fox, fucking, uh, uh what's his name? Don George Rickles, Carlin. George Carlin, till you know prior till he was gone, like you know, it's His those-
2: old ass was still doing comedy till like he, he died. That motherfucker was like Bob Hope, the exactly. eternal god of the Bob Hope Christmas special. That did, <laughs> did well into his eighties and shit.
3: Paul Mooney was my man. Word, <laughs> word. But um, the- I'm speaking of stand up, right? I just wanted to do this while before we get off it. I don't know if y'all watch Wildin' Out, but there's a white girl on there, Maddie with the Fatty on Wildin' Out, right? And she's Uh, corny, little white girl on
4: Wildin' Out. Hello, sir. I'm I'm about to check it out.
3: But I didn't know that she did stand-up. And I've determined some of her stand-up and this girl's wild. And I just wanted to give her a shout-out. like Maddie with the Fatty from Wildin' Out, the white girl. And the way she does her stand-up is she goes there and she'll start talking and doing her routine but then like she'll start interacting with people in the audience and she's, and I know that that can't be planned unless they got unless they plan for that person to come here. I don't know, but the way she interacts with the people in the audience is it's funnier than her routine. So well, I'm just I
1: gotta I gotta see that to determine myself too, because like I just like most things that I watch, like I even watch comedy with like an analysis eye. Part well, I mean part for the humor, but yeah, with an analysis because it was something that I wanted to attempt at one time. So I tried to watch in like a diagnosis and constructing how to do. And a lot of people that retreat to crowd work, you gotta really look at them like like is your set really that good? You know what I'm saying? Like you know, for you to say that her crowd work was funnier than her set. I got I got to see for myself, I, and I'll just say it like that. I got to see for myself because I ain't no comedy expert. I'm. Not, I've been a fan for. Who could tell you how fucking long? Absolutely, but I ain't no comedy expert. But I do know that if you retreat to crowd work early, you could be funny. But are you really that stand? I don't know. Like I said, I got to see for myself. So
4: I. So I have a question. I have a question. Do you think that? Do you think that and this is a question I I've you know bounced back and forth for myself for a long time. Do you think that a lot of these stand ups have plants where they where they have somebody in in, in the crowd or no. whatever? Nah. nah, nah.
1: Nah. Maybe some of these new school kids, but like the, the veterans, nah, that's pure uh,
2: skill and quick. Nah, then, they, then. They, they like go, they like going off the top with the freestyle. They, right. they, they practice for the heckling. They right. want that shit. So no. want that shit. Right. Sorry. So, yes. so, so. so. Right. So then so then
4: wouldn't that make them naturally a funny person as opposed to you're not writing you're not writing the shit down. You're just going off the top of your head. You know. But there's a there's a
1: huge and... Oh, no, I know exactly what you're trying to explain. And there is a huge difference between being naturally funny and stand up funny. Because when I was around people often, naturally funny, but I have yet to be able to turn it over to try to say, let me try this shit on stage. Because I respect it a little bit too much. That is like, I've never tried this shit on stage. But that Oh, you making my point? Like, that's what I was saying. Like, Peace to the homie for- Juno. Haven't talked to this brother in a minute. Go follow Go follow That's Absurd Podcast, by the way. Go follow That's Absurd Podcast. Those are our Haitian podcast brothers down in Florida.
3: Uh-oh. No. But that, that's what the point I was making was her crowd work is so good that it made me believe that she set those people up to be there. Because in my mind, I'm like, it ain't no way you could just pick this dude out and go on and that good. So I'm like, did she already know this dude? Let's come in, set him up, and then pick like what she was going to say. Because some of her crowd work, dude, is just that good to me that it's like for her to come. If she came up with that off the top just by picking a person in the crowd to talk to, that shit is outrageous. And that's why I was yeah, well, saying, like, I, maybe she's standing them people in there. It's too good. I see, I see the kid,
1: and we haven't seen a lot of his clips in, a, in recent times, but uh, the kid, Matt Reif, he was making it big off of his clips all over everywhere. IG, yeah, yeah. But it was he, mostly he crowd work
2: clips. Of it.
1: Yeah, but it was mostly crowd work clips. But then right. everybody also said that not nah, that kid has been grinding. In, like, you know, doing shows and out there for a very long time before the crowd work stuff. But, of course, because today's quick hit kind of, you know, society that we live in, the crowd work is what hit as far as to get people out there. But they was just like, no, he's actually a a, a fantastic stand-up also. That shit was a perfect saying? Y'all see, I mean, since we're here, did y'all see the joint with David Lucas? Who, and funny enough... I was watching Roast Me almost all morning. You know, shout outs to All Deaf Digital and the Roast Me show that they had. But he was a regular on that. He was a dude who's funny as hell in the roasting. I've seen some of his stand-up jokes and shit too by way of like seeing a lot of the Kill Tony clips and things like that. The dude is funny. But then did y'all see the recent video of him where he decided to start a joke off about George Floyd? And it made people get up and leave.
4: Okay. okay, that's that's the fat black dude.
1: Yeah, if you want to simp- <laughs> if you want to simplify it to that, yes.
4: No, because I, 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 I didn't know his name. <laughs> I, There's some type of way name about, about that. Him. I said, yo, I, damn, it's, 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 I, that's me being innocent. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know his name. I'm listening to you, but I saw the clip, and yo, if I was in the stand, I would have got to and left too. Because it was it was cheap it was it was cheap and it wasn't funny to me, you know, and it was very to me it was insensitive, and I'm yeah. like, yo, a lot of the shit was too soon. You know, what so, I'm
1: saying? I, so all right, well, because I, I I'm I'm on some like uh, I can't say it's too soon because George Floyd happened years ago, but I could say that there's time and place. But then, as a fan of comedic comedy, that I, I've always believed that nothing should be off limits.
4: Okay, so my response to that is, how do I see this? You, although you're a comic, you should have some sort of response. You should have some sort of
2: decorum. I More guess the better word. You want moral value. That's what moral
4: you're for. value. You don't. There's certain jokes you don't crack, especially, <clears throat> and I, if I may sound insensitive, while I'm saying this, especially when you have whites, white people in your crowd, and they're laughing harder at these jokes, at these George Floyd jokes, than the black folks.
1: Well, we and, wasn't. We wasn't yeah. there to to be fair with that. We wasn't there and there were black folks in that crowd laughing too. Like the, like the they one learned. dude that he made the joke with at the end where he was just like, You don't really wanna leave. That's that's they your ride though. You gotta go because they your Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And he was like, Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. But I, I, there, there should have been a point where you would have been like, Oh, all right, you know what? Right, I'm gonna go let me go on to the next joke. No I'm know,
1: I, And I'm and I'm and I'm I'm gonna let you go, Tyrone, but I'm not speaking in again. I'm not speaking from a place of, I'm saying what he did was okay. Nor am I giving him passes. This is just for conversation's sake to push to push the conversation. Because I mean, to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't have wrote a joke that led down that. Hey, that's my. But whole if you're, but I... if you're, but if you're known as a button pusher,
4: push the button. But it's a. There's certain buttons. There's certain buttons that, yo, fucking, uh, oh my god, Corey Holcomb would not have would not have written that joke, and he is he is Professor Button Pusher. <laughs> I, I I'm not going to speak for Corey. I'm not going to speak for Corey
1: Holcomb because that man has said some shit. So we don't know if what he would have said in that situation. But get it, Tyrone. Here's I, I my thing.
3: Then comedy should have no limits because. There's humor in every situation. Even when, even if it's a bad situation, there's humor in everything, right? And so comedy doesn't have no limits. And in my case, the point to you, Big O, is this. If you watch a movie and an old lady is, falls down the steps, you're going to laugh because that shit is funny in a movie, right? But yeah. in real life, though, in real life, though, old lady falling down the steps is not funny shit. That's kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? I'm going. I'm gonna to laugh too. <laughs> to laugh too. <laughs> in, a, in a comedic no. movie, you can put an old lady, like a ninety year old lady, falling down the steps, and you will laugh. It's funny. Yeah, but it like that, if, that, grandma, in real life, if that was your grandma, and realize that that was your grandma. Why ta- 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 she ninety? Like, Could she be like seventy <laughs> five? Yeah, but, see, but you can't you can't That's put that thing on know. it. It's can't funny put that stink- it's not
1: though, It ain't supposed to be. But you can't put that stink on it. Of if that was yours, no, because man, when kids get hurt all the time, when kids fall, all when my kids fall, I'm done. Forget, I'm. I love seeing kids get hurt. You're it's some up. of the funniest shit ever.
4: You see,
2: Dad's fucked up.
4: I but am it's not
2: supposed to be. I
3: it's am not supposed to be, but it's comedy though. You found the humor. Dan like
2: that video with Dan like that video where the kid jumped off the second floor. He was like Superman. He's like boom, and he got right back up. I said, yeah,
1: you want <laughs> no, cra- the crackhead? Or the crackhead? <laughs> the crackhead that did the fucking backflip
4: off the top of that like two three story
1: oh, building. Shit. Remember that? Yo, what
4: yeah, about I'm- the one? What about the one this past week? When, when a dude, when the guy yo, he could have been on a podcast. He's he's our age. Fucking walked out the house, bust his ass, and slid down the rest of the steps. Oh yeah! Right? But Man. see, you what's what's hilarious? Oh yeah! What's, the, what's hilarious yeah, about shit up. like that
1: is we actually been through that shit. We all fell on ice like that though.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all fell on ice like
2: that. It was like, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> honestly, honestly I, I, I respect what you're saying, Dan, but I think I could do stand up because I feel like I know how to tell a joke. And that's a big part of stand up. That part. And I think that part. I'd be good at it's that. How, it's how to tell. It's being,
4: okay, right. And, and that's the difference, Dan. That is the difference between being funny and being a stand up. You know, how to tell a joke or whatever, you know, how to set up a joke. And, and yes, yes. I
1: Trust me, I, I, delivery. I, I'm telling delivery. i telling y'all, I'm, t- I'm telling y'all, I that's what I'm saying is I get it. My thing is, it's like, I just haven't crafted. Like, to be honest with you, I'm sitting on a book that's in my car, right? That's over 20 years old with jokes that I started writing that, to be honest with you, a couple of them I've never really heard anybody still to this day talk about that I could probably use. But my thing is, is the, the formulation and crafting them the proper way to make it get delivered the right way. Y'all know I could talk, obviously, conducting all these fucking upfront and personal fucking convention spots and things like that. Hosting the hip hop. character. I, I can be on stage. The comedy King, though, I carry it and I carry it like if I was a veteran, which I'm, I'm not. I haven't even attempted it, but I carry it with a certain level of respect that I, I, ev- not everybody can just go do that shit, and that's a part of the to, the issue within today is that not everybody can just go do that shit. It's just like, and I'm a segue to this it's just like DJing. shout outs to the brother Rob Swift who has been out there killing it on the uh on the Wu-Tang Vegas residency but i i only mentioned him the segue into the Wu-Tang joint that, that Tyrone wanted to talk about was because he talks about it often it's just like you got to you, you know you still got to crawl before you get up and walk and try to run Yes, it's easy to become a DJ now by way of just grabbing a controller and then just trying shit. but there's still certain techniques. there's still certain aspects that you need to learn and respect to be a dj to be considered a true like DJ Dj. you know what I'm saying before you and that's how I view the same thing with comedy. Yeah, it's cool. We all funny in the cipher we all can make each other laugh and tj you know this for real because we've been around each other long enough to we're all funny in the fucking
2: cypher legendarily funny sir but it just, <laughs> but that shit just it's different it just, yeah. it's different you can't take that conversation and put it on a comedy show that's 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 what it is you can't right. take that conversation and put it in a stand-up unless you set it up the proper way and you good a storyteller you got to know how to tell a story and deliver a joke within the story. I think right. I can do and, that because I'm a visual person. And I like to when when people tell me when I tell jokes like that, they can see it actually happening. So that's why I say right. that's that's the key there. You want somebody to see the joke.
1: Word. And and to be to keep it fair before we move to the Wu Tang residency, um none of us was at that show to even hear how that was finished. And this is one of those problems within the social media, you know, clip-based content. We don't get the full story. Like, TJ, you displayed last week when we was talking about the Cam Newton and Warren Sapp conversation. You gave context to the rest of what wasn't shown out there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of shit we don't get. Because we don't know what the rest of the joke from David Lucas was, was all we heard him say was F. George Floyd. And then watch people leave. So we only got a piece of the story. And we heard him say the stupid, I like Kyle. I'm not saying is the rest of that maggot's name. But you know what I'm saying? Like, this is part of the issue that we're in when it comes to the clip based kind of commentary.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and you it, and people are just gonna run with that like it's the truth, without there's no context. You can't show something without context. You need to see context, whether it's wrong or not. You still need to see the context and what and what happened to give you a better perspective, or at least a a common sense idea of what happened.
3: Hmm.
1: Well, yeah, but that was it. My bad on the messed up segue because. Tyrone wanted to talk about the boys from my borough and Brooklyn. Killing it in Vegas. Like, I've just been killing seeing it. clips. And I've just been seeing clips of it. Obviously, I ain't go out there myself. I don't think any of y'all went to Vegas to see them yet. But, uh, again, shout-out to the homie Rob Swift. i seen him killing it with the Wu-Tang Clan live in Vegas. It had to be a freaking, you know, amazing experience to to be a part of and shit, man. But... Yeah, Tyrone, what'd you want to speak on about that?
3: Okay, so first of all, we already know like rapping and hip hop and all that is all it's, it's always gotta break barriers. Every time. Hip hop artists always gotta try to break barriers. And then like we was talking about it last week with we, with um with where JV got to, as far as coming from hip hop and getting to his position where he got to, he broke barriers and we would have strived to be like that. And for all this time, like, all this time, Vegas residencies. i always been like, it's always been like Britney Spears, Celine Dion, like, people like that, and you never would think, like, for it to be a hip-hop artists. Yeah, I would think somebody like Jay-Z might could get it, and because of where Drake is at now, Drake might could get something like that, but for Wu-Tang to be grimy, to be way, to be that old as they are, to be from way back in the day, and to be, like, never fitting the stereotypical white man's hip-hop you know what I mean? For for all that to be going on, for Wu Tang to actually end up with a Vegas residency, to me, I thought that's like a step. That's like a barrier being broken for other rap artists to get something like that. You know what I mean? Especially later on in their career, where most of their money is has to come from concerts and touring and things like that. To have a Vegas residency, that's that's a star move. Like that's a big thing for some for a group like the Wu Tang Clan. So I just wanted to like give them props and and, and like put that out there that like we're making strides in in the industry.
1: Any y'all want to go before I freaking Yeah,
3: so I
4: I do. I do. Um I I I totally I'm totally with everything you're saying, Tyrone. I Wu Tang Wu Tang is breaking barriers as far as a rap um group doing uh residency there um but my question is these guys are still are still working there's there's still a working group it's not like it's the Rolling stones going in right like meth is doing is doing his thing with with power um deck is still coming out with with music raekwon still coming out all these guys still come out with music if now, if these guys, if these guys were there on every said date, then yeah, it's a, it's you know, but if it's gonna be if it's, if it's gonna be you god and a couple of guys, you know.
2: Nah, I think is, is they that, signed up for the whole Wu Tang to be there, or else they wouldn't have done it. That doesn't okay. make any sense. That doesn't right. make any sense. You didn't see the entire Wu Tang clan and old dirty son, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's 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 what you're there to see, and I've seen them live twice. And they always threw down killer shit. Like the 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 best song I saw when I was in Atlanta, and I went to A3C. They performed for two and a half, almost three hours. And they, Dang. and what was dope was that Griselda opened up for them. And I didn't, I wasn't really on Griselda like that until I saw them at A3C. And I was like, How many years right.
4: ago was this? How many years ago was this?
2: About five now.
4: Okay, oh, maybe. Okay. Okay. maybe
2: four or five years. So nobody, nobody knew Griselda back then? No, nope. I mean, people knew Griselda. I just was late to the party. So, um, cause they was putting out shit every week at that time with their mixtape shit. And I was like, that's too much. But um, but um, yeah, because not only did they start, they did the 25th anniversary of the, um, um into the 36 chambers. Then they started doing their all side shit. And it was crazy. It was like, what y'all wanna hear? Deck and Ray started doing his shit. Jizzle started doing his shit from the fucking um, uh, Shaolin shit. It was it was dope. Meth did a couple of his drinks. It was crazy, bro. So they, they were was all there. We would have was, been rocking all all with damn, them though. the whole fucking night. They were all there. They were all there. It was fucking fire. Okay. Okay.
1: So the point that I wanted to get into, officers, of and in, in the way. Uh, Tyrone set this up is to me this is where this was supposed to kind of evolve to. Wu Tang, you can consider, as you said, white people type hip hop. Well, rap. Let me let me let me get back to who yeah, I am. Rap, rap, not hip hop. Cause the number one, they are ultimate representatives of the culture. But this is the Wu Tang is they're beyond a scope of, of of cultural background. We're talking about Negroes who adapted Chinese lore, <laughs> Chinese yeah. lore and Chinese mythology and shit like that by way of the RZA. But they but yo, they have was, been. Was, I'm,
4: I'm sorry, Dan, but it, you know, it was, it was it came it was a it was a seamless, it was a seamless transition because we all watched. We all watched Kung Fu at, at, at the same time, you know, Saturday mornings. So it wasn't like it wasn't like it was uh oh, what's this? It, we we enjoyed it. We was like, oh shit, okay, I know what I know what movie that's from. You know, because that was
2: part of the culture. That was part of right. the culture. Oh, that was the part Kung of the culture. Like, at the time. Saturday morning that's... cartoon, karate, karate flicks. That was part of the culture. Yeah, that was part of the culture. So when you when you heard the skits, you was like, I know this movie. I know that movie. Yes. I know these lines. I know where this is coming from. So, yeah.
1: So not to to, to squash what y'all were talking about, because that was just a further explanation of how ingrained in the culture they were. Their music musically and their step personas and all of that, like, again, transcended cultural backgrounds forever. The RZA damn near does orchestral style music would be perfect for a stage show in Vegas to get all nine, you know, all nine members with old dirty son. And I say it like that because the late great dirt McGirt, the real OG is no longer with us. And Capadonna is there and was always one of the original originals just happened to be in jail at that time. But for me to be like, yo, Staten Island's got a residency one of the first rap residencies, I'm sure there was might have been others we don't know about, but one of the first like known rap residencies in Vegas is huge. It's fucking big time to see Staten Island and Brooklyn represented on that kind of level right. for the culture of hip hop
2: and rap music. Them, we're giving them their flowers now, oh they're That's, pretty much, now. That's that pretty much it. That's basically pretty much yeah. it.
1: It's it's yeah. fucking. It is it is a major. It is a major major thing. And again, just to answer Tyrone in the way he set it up, there's no who would have thought in my respect. This is where it's supposed to get to eventually, because you you you're talking about global icons that set tables. Before a Jay Z, well, before Jay Z pop, that is, but bef- well, before a Drake, for Drake to be able to be where he's at now in some sort of a way, you know what I'm saying? For almost all of these groups to be in and other like other top notch <coughs> people, like The Woo, I'm full biased, The Woo was the greatest rap group ever. I don't care. You can throw Run DMC out there. You can throw, I don't care. Somebody needs to pet, no, somebody needs to surpass the original OG greats. And they've done it. And in my opinion, haven't been topped. Y'all can say what the fuck y'all want about their albums. Yes, some of them are better than the others. Some of them are worse than the others. That happens with everybody. Not everybody, I'm sorry, not everybody's a master ace where every fucking project is. Flawless victory. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those come far and few. Those come far and few. Those come far and few. But Wu-Tang Clan, there's a reason why they say that they ain't nothing to fuck with. And, yeah, big props to them. And, yeah, I see your hate and disdain. I'm not... I ain't sharing your comments on this because it's all disrespect. Plus, you made me jealous for the fact that you even went to the Wu-Tang and Rage Against the Machine tour and you're holding malice against guys who were younger and didn't properly know how to tour well. And that whole tour was a mess when you hear the stories about it. But I digress on that because we're going to keep it in Vegas. We are going to keep it in Vegas and we're going to close out with Pat Mahomes' senior son is smoking on that birdie pack, that purdy pack, and the Kansas City Chiefs are smoking on that purdy pack, to where younger doesn't equate to unprofessional. To a point I agree with you on that, but it's contextual. It's contextual when it comes to uh, you know, when it comes to certain things, when it, you know. Rap. Hip hop culture, touring back in them time, A little different, brother. But we, we we can have that conversation later for another day. But anyway, back to the Super, the big game, because <laughs> we don't pay to say that name. But uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl, whoops, whoops. man. I mean, we we gonna we gonna give it to the one person who picked the losing team to go first. You got to unmute yourself to do that. Oh, that be wow. you, TJ. Wow,
2: TJ. Yeah, that's yeah. True. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like,
1: wake up, wake up. Come on, TJ. Wake up, wake up.
2: <laughs> Yo, I mean, San Fran's defense let them down. That's that's the moral. That's the end-all be be-all right there. San Fran's defense let, let them down. Also, the guy missed a key field goal in the, in in the early part of the third quarter or something like that. Um extra point was blocked. But um yeah. yeah. Was that it? The extra point. Yeah, the extra point was blocked. Yeah. So um i read some article later that the San Fran didn't understand the overtime rules and the coaching. That's on y'all. That's on y'all then for not understanding if the game could go into overtime what the rules are. I don't wanna hear that shit. You just make yourself look even worse
4: saying us, that you didn't understand that. It. that but that, that's, that's you shouldn't
2: put yourself. That's on us. You okay. you should have put your your defense should have put you in that situation anyway though, <sighs> they had the game at hand. Purdy did what he had to do. You can't say shit about Brock Purdy. He did what he had to do and and went down on the first possession and got a touchdown, not a field goal, a touchdown. So now the only thing you know,
1: the only thing I kept trying to say afterwards was like, damn it, this moment feels like we're proving Tyrone's whole argument right. Because I was happy that she's won. Because as y'all see my post, I was like, hooray, the 49ers didn't win. But I was reverting back to the way we was talking last week. And just Tyrone and his, go out there and win me the game.
2: (laughs) And and Brock Purdy did that though Brock Purdy did that he went out and won the won the game for San Francisco and, and that and, TJ I'm I'm just trying to set Tyrone
1: up to start cooking but that point right there all of everything that we said last week about the whole quarterback and the and the game manager nonsense it all came true within that game because Brock Purdy was out there playing to win the game as the game manager that he's supposed to be. But Patrick Mahomes was managing his offense to win. It all happened. And we're going to get there in a minute, but there's one person that there's somebody else that should have been fired from San Francisco, and it wasn't the fucking defensive coordinator. I didn't want to jump off the ledge too far with that just
3: yet. But Tyrone, go ahead. First of all, TJ, I want to understand why you think that San Francisco's defense lost in the game when I think their defense is what kept them in the game. They was fucking the Chiefs up. The Chiefs had zero points after the first quarter. The Chiefs couldn't even score. At halftime, the Chiefs barely were scoring eight. The defense played good. Okay, they just happen to lose, and the reason why they happen to lose is because, like I said, Patrick Mahomes ain't no game manager. Patrick Mahomes is that dude that's gonna win you the game. And that's why the game, game changer. The defense
1: how many of them touchdown great. passes
3: did he catch? I'll wait. Listen, the defense played good. <laughs> okay, and Patrick Mahomes went out there and said, even though this defense is playing so good as they are. I'm still going to win this game, and that's what happened. So it's not about the San Francisco defense. San Francisco played their best game they could. Brock Purdy, I was proud of him. He,
2: he was four. Uh, he did the best uh, he could. Defense, he defense wins championships. Then they played and good. The defense they, did not win that championship.
3: They played good enough to win that game. It's just that Patty Mahomes.
2: They played good. Game. They didn't play great. They didn't play great. They had to play great, and they didn't play great. They had, they had. KC and a couple of third and longs, and KC converted on them shits. There's because, no of excuse the man,
3: for that. because of, of the man, because of Mahomes,
2: defense. That was Pat right, Mahomes. Right. I give more credit right. to Mahomes so they, play they, than they could. They, to they play couldn't play stop him, is what play. I'm saying. If the they defense stopped Mahomes, then they would have won the game. Period. They stopped him a lot. Though. But the defense a could lot. not stop him. They did a whole lot. Not when what the money was on the table. That same money was on the table. What was
1: the final score to say that that defense stopped them a lot?
3: I'm waiting.
0: 26-23. Like 26
3: points. What was it? No, it was 25-22. Because I agree
1: with you, Tyrone. And, yo, that 49ers defense was whooping their ass. But it was a total team adjustment that flipped the switch. And a total team fuck-up, big O – on the part of the 49ers by way of a bit the same shit that we complained about, the same shit that we complained about with the Baltimore Ravens. They abandoned the run. The same run game that was kicking the Chiefs ass.
4: So I I am going to be honest with y'all <clears throat> my drunk ass fell asleep uh during the second half and shit. I was up I was up for the, I was up for OT though. My drunk ass was out of it, boy. That goddamn Uncle Nearest, man, is something
2: else, I'll be honest
1: with you. All right, so go talk to Uncle Nearest real quick, TJ. was
2: speeding. (laughs) He was speeding. He was speeding, bro. (laughs) This liquor ain't going anywhere, man. Who are you racing? I
0: don't know.
2: Me me, me and a spotted liver.
1: (laughs) So, TJ, so let's get back to TJ then. Uncle Nearest will wait. Like I I was just setting up the table that fucking, oh, let the fucking bottle fall off the fucking bar stand. But (laughs) freaking... (laughs) The 49ers did exactly what the Baltimore Ravens did two weeks prior. Right or wrong?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you can say that. Like you said, it was both sides of the ball. It was both sides, but... Brock Purdy in overtime did what he had to do he he marched his team downfield to win the game and then it was up to the San Francisco defense all they had to do was get four stops you know it's four down four down territory at that point it's four stops and they could not get four stops that's that's what it boils down to that's what it boils down to because if they don't score the touchdown they have to kick a field goal and tie it and it goes into double overtime. but Right. And the block, that block, they, that, block extra,
1: mean, that block extra points showed to be really huge also.
2: Huge. At one huge. point. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But what? If, if I Go had ahead. to blame if I had to blame anything, which I don't blame nothing on the 49ers in losing that game. But if I had to blame anything on the 49ers losing that game, it's not the defense. It was the special teams in that muff punt that gave um, Kansas City, that short field, that changed the momentum. That changed the game right there. And that's where I think the but Tyrone,
2: game. Tyrone, you the man that said special teams ain't shit. You said don't, give nothing, shit. Hunter, don't give nothing they to the punter. Don't give nothing to the game. This is the same man that just said special teams. And, and special you want you,
1: you to know who cost the 49ers the game? The same coach who was the offensive coordinator who lost twenty eight to three. Whoa! He still
0: and got that's his the job. same.
1: And this motherfucker <laughs> fired Steve Wilks, the defensive coordinator, the same defensive coordinator that had that forty nine ers defense balling all game, like Tyrone said,
0: balling Yo, Steve all Wilkes game. Was a, he, that was, he was, was the, the
1: fucking, fucking scapegoat. scapegoat. He was the scapegoat. That was the scapegoat. When you, offensive coordinator, you know who you are because you're the head coach and you ain't going to fire yourself. Y'all abandoning the run just like uh, John Harbaugh did in Baltimore two weeks ago against them damn same Chiefs that lost y'all the game. When Christian McCaffrey, when I saw Christian McCaffrey was only at like forty something yards or fifty something yards at halftime, I was like, "Oh, that's a problem." You and when you watch him then, run the ball, he didn't get he didn't
4: get stopped behind the line of scrimmage that often. But then why? So 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 the question is why? Why is the trend like okay? We're just gonna abandon the run and go for the home run being the parents. they didn't go for the home
1: run all game. That's the thing. You were asleep for most of it, so they didn't go for the home run the whole game. I, I, they were know. they were dot like purdy purdy was dotting some passes out there. Purdy was dropping dimes out there. That Chiefs defensive coverage was fucking out of this
4: world. They played
1: yeah, for I'm the Spagnuolo.
4: most part for the nah, most part I, I, they I played my take
2: on several Spagnuolo. They no, played their corners. Their corners were really good. Their corners were really their good. Their corners away. were really good. They broke up a lot of big plays. And I, I will
1: say, even though I'm, I'm screaming that they abandoned the run, when they needed a stop, that Chiefs defense was getting stops, and that was where the difference was set in, to where yeah, they the were Chiefs getting defense. stops, allowing what, Kansas what, what City's offense that half. was. Allowing Kansas City's offense that was stalling heavy in a lot of the early points in the game to get back in the game. So if there was way one M if there was any one MVP to me for that game, that entire Chiefs defense should have been the fucking MVP of the Super Bowl. Because if it wasn't for that, they would have never left enough meat on the bone for Mahomes and that offense to do what they did.
3: Uh- I kind of would Word. probably agree with you except for the fact that the 49ers lost that game because of two fumbles. Had McCaffrey not had that fumble, the 49ers probably was on the way to a touchdown there. And then the punt, the, uh, special teams fumble too, the 49ers would have had another possession right there. So I think those two fumbles is what really – right.
2: That, but, that McCaffrey was fumble was bigger than the than the special teams fumble yeah, because they were, in, but, they, were, they were inside the, the red zone at that point but
1: but but Mahomes is getting picked off the for the first times in the whole playoffs was almost the first table turn and game changer. That's what that the the Chiefs turnovers in the beginning is what had everything lopsided the 49ers way.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's how they got the points.
1: So I mean, I mean it was again, this wasn't a I can't give all the credit to Pat Mahomes did what he was supposed to do. But again, Pat Mahomes didn't do all the point scoring. He had to distribute the ball to somebody, some, you know. He played excellent down that last stretch, especially the overtime stretch to win to help assist in winning them the game.
2: You can't you can't leave points on a board against Mahomes because he will kill you. He will come back and kill you.
1: And that's really, yeah, that's, that's kind of the you. point of it all, man. But it was great. He's like, just, yo,
2: all me. I need is a chance. That's
1: it. And that's all that offense needed, this as a whole, is, yo, just give them a chance, you know. Freaking Travis Kelsey didn't have, like, the biggest game that he normally would either. Like, how used to all we here at a Travis Kelsey at, like, 100 yards receiving no, but he had
2: he had clutch catches though. He had clutch catches. Oh yeah. yeah, that's
1: and that's when we saw him the most was it was just having to be clutch moments more than his normal consistency of right. I'm at I'm, 11 catches, 100 yards, and it's halftime. Right. Yeah, they, it yeah, was just yeah,
2: yeah.
1: he was just more moment man than his normal self. Well, but, yeah.
2: When like I said, when when he was at the table, and Mahomes wanted to go to him, he was, he was there.
3: They had my man. They had Travis Kelsey so heated that he attacked Andy Reid on a play that he wasn't even in there. with a running play. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: man, he wasn't even in the yeah, game. He and said he wanted race. to be there. He said he wanted to be on that play because he's an excellent blocker too. Travis Kelsey's a, said, full, but
3: still, a full, tight end. He, he blocks.
2: Yeah, it was a frustrating thing because he honestly thought they, that they might lose the game, and he, you know, that's 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 him because the way the offense was sputtering like Dan said it was frustrating because that's not normal for them they usually can get at least a touchdown they didn't have a touchdown or a field goal <laughs> Nah, no nah, that's not that's not Casey ball that's not Casey mm-hmm. ball man and so and this is on the biggest stage so he he's not trying to lose you want that in your players you you, you want that fire in your players now I don't know if that's a normal thing that he yells at like, Reed because that was the first time we saw it you know what I'm saying maybe they walk off and you don't see it in the back off a kickoff or some shit like that when he's talking to the offense they really don't show that shit. but um you know that was just a heat of the moment thing and that's I don't, I don't think that was something it was just out of character he was in the heat of the moment and he yeah. felt he could have done a better job than the person that was in there and that that's what it was so what that, player, that, football, player coach
1: shit, that player coach type of uh, uh, activity happens more than y'all would ever think. But we saw and, it because it was the Super Bowl and it was Taylor Swift's boyfriend. What is he going to do next? You know what I'm saying? But like then, that's literally, but And I'm not bringing that up in no kind of way. That's literally how sure. they were treating that him the whole night. With, with the cameras focused on him. They even see shit like right. that. Now I did realize somebody put up but we they only showed Taylor Swift on camera for about 58 seconds of the whole game. Props to her.
2: But but what I'm saying is Kelsey is that type of player. He can't he can do that. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not I'm not I'm not
1: I'm not saying that no and see don't I kind of see what you're saying is like as as I was using the term He's kind of got the cultural cachet in the locker room and amongst the masses to be able to step to his coach like that. Realistically, nobody should be stepping to their coach like that. All I was just saying is, is that shit happens, whether we see it or not. Shit like that happens.
3: I don't even think it shouldn't be done. There's There's a difference between aggression and passion and frustration and disrespect. You know what I'm saying? So if you and your coach got a relationship where he knows that you're frustrated, he knows that it's your, it's your like enthusiasm and all that to make you do that, he ain't going to feel disrespected by it. So why should we as the fans watching it feel like it was disrespectful? Uh, you know what I mean? A lot of fans said it was disrespectful. That, you know, that part. Andy, that Andy well. 100% wasn't disrespected at all. He
1: didn't feel that way. And Tyrone, it goes back to right. what we spoke <laughs> about earlier with the context. We don't even know what the fuck they were saying. All we just saw was fire and brimstone out of Travis's face and the fact that he bumped Andy Reed. Right. We don't know right. what was said.
0: Right.
2: I'm sure I'm sure when they come out with the video of the Super Bowl, they'll they'll conveniently leave that in there. Hopefully they'll leave that in there. But it's 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 like you said, you know, that it happens more often than you think. And Travis Kel- and and like like Lisper said. It, it was in the heat of the moment. It was passionate, and he wasn't taking it as disrespect because Andy Reid knew the situation too. So he he just knew that he was just heated at the time, uh, that play call or, or whatever, uh, or how it wasn't executed the way it should have been. So Andy Reid didn't take it as disrespect because he knew it was a heat of the moment shit, and you don't normally come at him like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? In a disrespectful manner. Everybody's got respect for each other on that field, in that locker room. No voice is going to be not unheard. That's the culture they got in Kansas City. So, I mean, if it's, if it's a fourth stringer coming up, I can see that being an issue because it's his first time playing and he caught a ball or some shit like that. But nah, nah, Travis Kelsey has got the ear of the coach and the locker room, and uh, when he speaks, people listen. So that's 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 all that was.
1: Yeah, that shit was, it was nothing to me. Now, if he knocked them over and they were, you know. They lost the game. Then it's like, oh, well, they would have made a way bigger deal about it because they lost. They didn't win. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. he They would have said Taylor Swift's boyfriend assaulted his head coach. Like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) And
1: that's how they would have disrespected him. That's how they would have disrespected him.
2: Can we also talk about the halftime show for the Super Bowl this year? I mean. I didn't want to watch it. I mean. Usher did his damn thing. He did his damn thing. Respect to that man. Respect this to that This one man. aspect. It was not a well done half. Thing.
3: We're not. We're not part talking part.
1: about one aspect of it. And that's that's for that's for corny, insecure people. Let them have them conversation. Oh right? no, no, no 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 no! I'm
2: not even gonna break I wasn't even bringing you know? that up. Yeah, no, no, I'm no. just.
1: I'm just reminding you. We ain't talking about that. It's a good thing you said something.
2: It's a good thing to say. Of course. Of course. course. But, no, the the way it was choreographed, he had all those people. Go ahead, Ty. Go ahead.
3: I I do want to bring up Alicia Keys, but not for the thing we ain't talking about. But um, I I do want to bring her up to say um, something's off with her. Something's missing, man, because her performances lately have not been up to par. And that Super Bowl thing, I I was like, kind of like, this ain't. Something going on with her. Maybe she's losing her voice. Maybe she's just not into it as much anymore. But I just thought, like, she wasn't hitting the notes. How I, how I felt. No, like
2: you know what? She started off rough. She started rough. Especially at
3: the Especially in the be beginning suitable.
2: of
3: the thing. Yeah. I was like, yo, you supposed to this yeah. is kill it moment, and I feel like Alicia was kind of like, I was like, man, something going on. Yeah. My point of view, you know, my point of view is. That.
1: My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going right, to quickly no, say saying- Oh, damn it What well, we were both going <laughs> to say
0: <laughs> no, yeah. My, my,
1: yeah. my thing My thing real quick is, is just that She looked like Everything that we talked about Today in some sort of a way Everything we talked about today You need to put in reps You need to put in reps to keep it going and she don't look she didn't look like she might have been putting in them reps before. Maybe rehearsals, but rehearsals and out there doing the live performances consistently are two different things.
4: Two different things.
1: And yes. that's that TJ, yeah. go ahead, my bad. That was it.
2: No, no, no. I get what you're saying. And that's what I, that was the point I was alluded to. But um she she cleaned it up strong at the end. Like she was, I don't know, she was just matching Usher's voice at that time, tempo or whatever. But she, it, it started off, it was a real struggle in the start-off because with um, she her voice cracked for New York. And I was like, oh, that's... You, you don't expect that. Like you said, Dan, you don't expect that on a bigger stage. You want them to be polished. You want them to be out there and everybody saying this shit clean, crisp, clear. And um, besides her, everybody else was really good. Everybody, I mean, they was rapping. Her came out there and did her thing on her guitar, but that was dope. That was dope. Like, like Usher said, he he brought Atlanta to the world, and the world to Atlanta that night. That was, I, I like that. That was dope.
4: Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, I, 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 we all we all seen a clip of genuine when he was trying to dance, and we was all like, "What are you doing?" And that was the same thing Dan was talking about. Like, yo, if you don't put the fucking, if you don't put the work in, in between shows and when you're not, you know, you're, things like that going to happen or just at the Super Bowl, you know? The, gen- I mean, the
1: genuine thing don't connect, really, because that's just, a, that was a mistake, and the using your voice, the vocal muscles is different from trying to do some fake wannabe freaky ass dance looking like a slimy, slimy granddad. <laughs> you know, he no,
4: no, 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 no then, then. He wouldn't look like a slimy granddad. Had he been had he been practicing on his side,
1: possibly. But in a dance, just like singing, anything can still happen. It's just yeah. the the, the vocal pause, the vocal cords. It's it's different. It's different. It's a different type of you know. Because anybody could bust out some funky ass moves like genuine did. And try to make it, you know, try to make it look like it's something, but then he busts his ass, or right, you could step right, wrong, right. or you could you could completely miss and you know, fucking Looney Tunes yourself right, right off the stage, looking like Wally Coyote falling <laughs> off the mountain and shit, <laughs> and with all the practice in the world,
4: you're, really <laughs> you right. you're totally saying? right. You're totally right. But, but but let's 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 remember, let's remember that. We're talking about a small we're, small, we're talking about a small three-second fumble, for lack of a better word, that, that Alicia Keys had. You know, it. I mean, you can have all the practice in the world, and still, and still, that will still happen. You know what I'm saying? so, I mean, shout out to Alicia Keys. I think she said she had her performance, her piece was excellent. You know, and I, I, I really don't have no, no complaints about that.
3: You mute, you mute. By the way, I just thought, I don't know, when I saw Alicia, my heart. I, I feel for, 'cause I, my heart was like, oh Alicia Keys, you know, and I and I, and I just, I, I'm not saying that, that it was bad. What I'm saying is what I, what I, what I thought. Alicia Keys at the Super Bowl, she coming out. You thinking like, oh shit, you getting ready already? And then when it, when it, when she came out, that note went right. It kind of just kind of broke my heart a little bit. It kind of was like, dang. You know what I mean? It took me down a little bit. I ain't saying that it ain't bad. I ain't saying she didn't recover. I'm not hating on her. I'm just saying when I saw her with that red and she looked stunning and the way they had the red cape going over the whole stadium or whatever, that was that was fire shit. And I was just like, oh, here it comes. And it it didn't come the way I wanted it to. And that's where I'm saying that as far as the halftime show is concerned, that was the only part that kind of like fucked me up a little bit. I'll give us an 8 out of 10,
4: man. 8 out of 10 Maybe a nine. That was a hell of a that was a hell of a show,
3: man. Um, one thing I was disappointed in was the fucking commercials. though. I? I them commercials didn't pop like Super Bowl commercials usually pop. I was I was a little disappointed. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for those two or three good banging ass commercials I could talk about. Now I, I was just like, these commercials is fucked up. Yo, but, but why is it not do commercials no more? Yeah, I guess not. I guess they said uh, fuck. They done with the whole. I guess they spent so much money. I, you know what I think? You know what I think might happen with Budweiser, right? So they sponsored so many Super Bowls and did so much shit and spent so much money that I think that what happened is Budweiser was like, "Yo, when is we gonna get the homie discount?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking about Budweiser was like, yo, can we get a discount on this? Can we, you know how we keep doing for the homie, you don't know you no know, discount? You, do it to... you know how your barbershop don't never throw in a free cut or something? you've been going in for 20 years. I think that's how Budweiser felt. I think Budweiser was like, yo, can we get some free? Can we get a commercial? And they was like, yo, you gotta pay with everybody else kind of got they was like, you know what? Fuck you. you know what I mean? <laughs> that's why it was, was like, What? Like, I've been,
4: one, one. been here since Super Bowl three. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, nah, yo, it's it's crazy.
3: You know what else I didn't know? I didn't know that Team Mu had all Bro, that. Wha- money. You, mute, I, I, you mute, You mute, you mute, you mute. Wait, TJ.
2: Yeah, how whack were the Super Bowl commercials this year?
3: That's what we're just talking about. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that Team Mu had that much money.
2: Timu had commercials. Everybody took a <laughs> break. I was like, "Damn, Timu! We all get these
3: millions I Had like four commercials on there. Oh my
4: god! <laughs> had- In at home What's
2: T-Mu, that model? Shop
3: like a
4: millionaire. Dude, Yo, Black money, people, boy. black people, fuck with Timu. Just like, like how we was fucking with Timu. Just like how yeah, we fucking with. They- about three years ago, two three years ago,
2: yeah, we fuck with Timu now. I don't. Yeah, that's, that's the new shit. Do. I don't fuck with it either. No, I, don't I don't trust nothing it. that comes out of there. <laughs> and also that homes,
3: that homes.com had a bunch of commercials too. I was like the Jeff Goldblum uh company or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Apart, apartment. Oh, yeah. Com, whatever. Yeah yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, they had a bunch of drones too. I was like, damn, they I ain't know they had bread like that to be doing fucking Super Bowl shit. Yo, and Geico, just to let y'all know, Geico, right? I fuck I fuck with the caveman.
4: I don't fuck with the lizard. I fuck with the caveman, Geico. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, Geico <laughs> let it down though. I thought they were gonna have some better. Shit. I thought progressive was gonna have some better. Shit.
2: That's why y'all got goddamn rates yeah, so high that was, because the Arnold Schwarzenegger shit was trash.
3: Yeah, they fucking dropped oh, the ball State for Farm. real. They had they should have killed it because they, they they Patrick Mahomes is their man. They should have killed
4: that. Job. Yo, yo, did y'all see did y'all see the freaking uh uh so yesterday they had the uh slam dunk contest, either slam dunk contest or a three-point shooter contest. And dude from the commercial was on there. They 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 had him as Jake from State Forum. I'm like, yo, I know this nigga named not Jake, man. I know his name was not Jake.
2: (laughs) He was looking, he was looking sharp too. Your man was looking sharp, bro. Yeah, he was. Yeah, your man was looking his shit was fresh, his cut was fresh. He had the glasses on. Your man was up there hard body.
3: Y'all know who I thought had the best commercial for the Super Bowl, though. The um Aubrey Plaza Mountain Dew okay, Baja don't. Blast. No, Aubrey Plaza when she was like when she was like I can have Baja Blast anywhere. I can have Baja Blast at any time, and they kept showing her through different things. Of like, <laughs> was stuff? She was like I'm having a Baja Blast. But the funny part was when the uh aliens had her in the thing, and she was like, "Why don't y'all just probe me already?"
2: <laughs> was like, <laughs> that was a good commercial. <laughs> Yeah, that was a really good commercial. Yo, does um, that know he's on mute or, or no? Yeah, he yeah he's on mute. He knows. I think
3: mute. he's having a private conversation.
2: Look like. Yeah, yeah, he's having another conversation. That's why he's laughing.
3: Okay. <laughs> hey, why did um? You know what else was surprising to me? Taylor Swift um showing up with Ice Spice. I was like, what's going on here? I thought that Ice Spice
2: like- didn't look like she had a clue what was going on, bro. No. She, didn't look, yeah. she didn't look like she don't watch no sports.
3: I think Travis, Taylor was Travis just like, Jones, you want to go to the Super Bowl?" I think Taylor Swift was just like, "Hey, you you want to go to Super Bowl?" And she was just like, "All right, cool." Yep. She did not belong there. Yo, no, Tra- Yo, your boy, your boy Travis though was was, was no, was,
4: but you know that what? That
2: was a strong, strong. That was a strong. Travis
1: that Kelsey was, was for her though. Boy. That was a real
2: strong. for Ice that Spice. Real strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
4: caught, ice I
1: caught up to Big O's Gossip Corner. That's what happened. I got a phone call. Yeah. My bad. Like, we've
4: this is not, it wasn't gossip. Yeah. Corner. This is what happened. We've seen it, I know, but this is your type of
1: vibe. No, that was bro. a really we've
2: good
1: look. Nah, yeah, word. I, I was just crazy. Travis I was Kessel like, was, yo, little hood girl from the Bronx. That you know, like, yeah, she out there.
4: Travis Kelly was like, oh, yeah, my, yeah, my brother, my brother just scored, yeah, but that, but uh, but yo, what, what's going on after the game? <laughs> what, you what you doing after the game though?
1: Hit 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 JC yes, Kelsey with the oh you thought I was feeling
4: you? <laughs> Yo. You not a of, munch. That'd some herbal shit, boy.
2: <laughs> I would have been TJ. on my John
4: Snyder oh. shit. I'd not on John Snyder shit after that. They all pissing on trees.
3: <laughs> here's the question, here's the, here's the big question now though. So Patrick Mahomes, 28 years old, third Super Bowl, right? Yep. How close is he to Tom Brady now?
2: Halfway there. Two so away? Think, as far three as away. What? I think they got It's halfway that, there. Three.
3: As coaching. far as like, as far as like surpassing, or or maybe being compared, or, or maybe being called maybe better than Brady, like how far exactly. is he to becoming like to, go to football?
1: I I think he's a better quarterback than Brady, but he's still four away, or five away well, he, from passing him in Super Bowl wins. So there's never that gonna argument there. There's that well, he's never going to get that.
3: But no, you say he's that done. now.
1: Tom Brady was never going to get six. Hold on, out Tom Brady no, got Tom, seven. Mm.
3: Respect him.
1: He got right, seven. No, no, but but he was never going to get six, is what I'm saying. I know he's at seven. Here's so what I'm wh- saying. Wh- how we gonna say we gonna say never already?
3: Patrick Mahomes is at is at three. He's 28. So that means to get to seven, he to get to eight, he's gotta win five more super bowls within like the next 10 years. And? Yeah, I don't think
2: so. I don't think so. We so boy, we just so said We just sat okay. he can win, he could win three, he can still win three more for sure.
1: But okay, don't, three and three don't try to run sticks. over. Tyrone, pause for a second. Because don't try to make your point and then try to drive the truck over us to land it and make sure we stick with it. Tom Brady just spent how many fucking years in the league and won seven? Been to how many? Why Why can't Patrick Mahomes do the same thing?
4: Because Andy Reid is an old-ass I mean, man, and we're not sure if he could do it without Andy Reid.
1: We said the same thing about Tom Brady being away from Bill Belichick. He won one. He still won one. That put him at seven. I so what mean, are we saying? Career. Wait, I'm you not
3: saying it
1: that can't do I'm just what saying, be saying real. Pat, won, Pat won three. He won three out of four appearances within his, what, first five years in the league or six years in the league that that alone alone puts him in a great
4: conversation
1: that alone says why the fuck can't he win eight why you know this is what i'm arguing i'm not i'm not gonna flat out and say i'm sorry tyrone i know you're gonna go but i'm not gonna flat out and say it ain't possible it ain't possible it ain't gonna happen nobody was gonna pass jordan jordan didn't even pass bill russell
4: Oh,
3: Bill man, Russell's they're... playing with plumbers, but go ahead. No, no, let's be clear. Let's be really clear. Bill Russell is not that great of a basketball player, man. He just ended up on a team that was dominant at the time. If Bill Russell had to be the lead guy on a basketball team for real for real, he would not have 11 championships, dog. He was not that good. Oh, my God. Saying he's that good because he had 11. Bill Russell and was he won, he that. He won one as a player. That, but that's not bumming. the argument. But that, see, the
1: argument, this is why I hate this argument when we're basing it on championships. This is, this is all I, I, I spun you all into the web of this is why the fuck I hate that conversation because you can't in one respect talk up. Listen, you can't in one respect talk up somebody's greatness and then say, yeah, but they won six rings and he won three three peats and that's how he did it. But then there are people that that person has an eclipsed. There no. are things that other people have done better than said person. No. But because this person was this in your time. No, Damn. I'm sorry. Damn. You can't Damn. base these
3: fucking conversations off of championships. No, Here's a real difference. Robert Owen has more championships than Michael Jordan. I know that. But we're not going to say that Robert Owen is better than Michael Jordan because that's ridiculous exactly
1: because because
3: I'm not going to
1: put championships in the conversation that's but a different wanna, level of separate you know we're
3: separating the conversation that's a different level but Jordan, for jordan to be better than for jordan to be better bill russell than bill one as a player coach for jordan to be better than bill russell i mean for bill russell to be better I than didn't jordan say that. don't it, no 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 i'm not saying you did i'm saying for bill russell to be better than jordan the only thing you can use is championships But that don't mean nothing. Jordan didn't have to surpass Bill Russell in championships to be better than him. He didn't have to, and that's what I'm asking: Does Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes might not have to surpass Brady in championships to be better than him on the goat list. But what I'm saying is, for me, I just don't believe that he will. But you can't answer.
1: You can't set a a, my bad. You can't set a question and deliver your answer right away. Like you set a question, give it to the panel, then
4: give your answer. But all forced I gave it to the
3: you Ty, talking
2: your shit. Jordan those... Let you just speak. Let you just speak. I want to hear TJ win What got to say. Ty, Ty, does, does Jordan win those three last three without Dennis Rodman? No. Does Jordan win any of those? What? All right then. All right then. If they don't have him, Jordan's not not winning uh, uh three consecutive chips, and he, and he's still going to be considered a goat. I mean okay I hate I hate to and I hate that, to Patrick Mahomes, and that's the, hate the point
1: behind, already. that's the point behind Patrick Mahomes that I'm saying I think he's a better quarterback he's better at the quarterback position than Tom Brady but when you look at quote unquote winning he's still got that many to go and I believe that Patrick has enough in him to last long enough to make it that far
4: I hate to I hate to yeah um compare football you know, have football analogies with basketball because basketball you have five, football you have eleven, right? So that also plays a major part.
1: Mahomes, it's team game regardless.
4: It's team game regardless, but it's more—it's more moving parts with football. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like with football, I mean, Mahomes—Mahomes Mahomes doing what he's done at such an early. Stage of his, in his of his football career. What is the average? What is the average lifespan of a football player in NFL? Isn't like three, six three years. four years.
1: Three yeah, three to
4: six. I mean, for him to for him to go to the to the to the to the AFC Championship every damn near every year is an is accomplishment in itself. That alone should put him in a conversation with best quarterback that's ever played, because Marino hasn't done that, and and before before Brady, as far as AFC quarterbacks, I thought I, I've always considered Marino to be the best quarterback to come out of the AFC. I never seen Brantle play. Jim Kelly so was there, nice so,
2: too. Jim Kelly was nice too.
3: Jim yeah. Kelly was nice, but he wasn't better than Marino. Let let's put let me let me put it in this concept right. Everybody on the panel, is Patrick Mahomes your goat right now? He's in the, he's GOAT the conversation. Greatest. No, he's,
1: no he's the goat. The, he's no, he's the great. This is the problem with goat. Technically, the greatest of all time is a one-person conversation. He is the best of this era of football. Yes. There's no, no GOAT right now. There's
3: no GOAT. No, he is no. the best of this era of football. Tier one. He is tier one. Okay, Dan ain't gonna do it. Big O, who's the GOAT? No, 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 no. Come back. Okay, Dan, who's the GOAT? Dan, who's no, the GOAT,
4: GOAT of football? Who's the GOAT of he is, football? He's tier one. Everyone else, who's is the GOAT? Josh, Allen, Josh Allen, everyone else is tier two. Who's the GOAT? Nobody's saying that though, O. Who's, the, the, GOAT? GOAT? who's the GOAT of football? It gotta be Brady. gotta
3: be Brady. Then my channel. No, that's Brady for you. Jim Brown, motherfucker. If, no, if gold is your, if Brady is your GOAT, Jim I'm Brown is my GOAT. Oh,
1: no, no, you asked me first. Okay, I said ahead, Jim man. Brown is the GOAT. No, he's not my quarterback, though. No, I no, said GOAT. He said football, period.
4: Oh, I'm going with Barry.
1: With the walk-off home run. I like
3: that, oh. Okay, Barry. <laughs> No matter, what, no matter what. <laughs> There is your goat. There is your goat. T T y'all got different goals, right? But here's the thing. How close? What does Patrick Mahomes have to do to become your GOAT? That's my whole point. If he wins, if he wins five Super Bowls, is he the GOAT? If he wins, or like what does he yeah. have to do to become He's to, go the to, goat to, to you? He's- to he, me, he would, have he, to in,
1: he would have to he would have to he would have to he would have to influence me in a way to want to change my list. That's it. Ty he roll. would have Ty to roll. influence me in a way to want to change my list. That part. That part. And that's all it is. I see that what you're part. trying to say. I see what you're trying to get to. But it's if if it's my list, I have to oh. want to make up my mind to put him oh. there. I'm oh, never going right. to put Brady as my number one quarterback right. because it's my list. Yes, he won a lot. Yes, he won the most championships, but it's my list. Oh. And I don't think he's the best quarterback ever.
3: Okay. So, so, so there, so ben, so there ben, could so be ben.
1: there could be simply nothing that Patrick
3: Mahomes oh. does that makes my list. So Dan's Well Dan well, is correct. Dan is correct because Patrick Mahomes is probably already his greatest quarterback. Now I'm saying to them, if you're gonna put a quarterback at the goal of the NFL, he has to be better than every other quarterback. But Tom, right,
2: right now, right now, Mahomes.
3: There's a lot of moving yeah. parts to that. There's a lot of moving parts to that
4: because me growing up as a child, right? I'm a Giants fan. Lawrence Taylor to me is the greatest fucking defensive player. Like I'm a Lawrence Taylor fan, Giants fan. Da, da, da. But Montana, to me, growing up as a child nothing was better than Montana, right? So credential-wise, credential-wise, Brady has surpassed Montana. But I have to... Montana's still my childhood, you know, fan, my hero, whatever. And so it's still tough to say, okay, Brady is is the GOAT. Mahomes is the GOAT. Because to me... I still have to give Montana a freaking... I still have to put Montana in the conversation. So, and, no. and, oh,
1: this is the problem that we always have with Jordan superstars. It's because they are so attached to everything you just said. Yes, Montana is attached to my childhood. Montana was the greatest thing i ever seen in my childhood. Michael Jordan is the greatest person I've ever seen play in my childhood. Nothing is going to be better than my childhood. That's Big the problem to with fill. this conversation. <laughs> that's, this is why... No disrespect. This is why I usually hate this conversation. I'm willing to have it. Don't get me twisted. But this is why I usually hate this conversation. Because... Also, too, I was bullshitting in a way about Jim Brown being my GOAT. I didn't see Jim Brown play. I didn't see Jim Brown play. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't see him fucking play. But I was just saying that just to diffuse the ego of, yeah, I'm never going to put a quarterback at number one. That's number one. But the point is, is we don't allow fucking growth. That right here, we don't allow growth. We don't allow growth in some of our minds. This is why people from our era can't or they hesitate to put LeBron James at a pedestal next to or close to Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that to hang on it. I'm just stating like the the mental fucking lack of capacity to just see and respect each era. That's why when you ask the question, Tyrone, i would led with Pat Mahomes is the best of this era. What he's to me, he's not even in the NF, yeah, even when yeah, the NFL did yeah. their top best player of all so, time, Jerry Rice was named number one. Did I I I didn't like it, but that yes, was a list. And
2: I was gonna say I, I I know and I was just to say that I was gonna say Jerry Rice is my goal. As much as it pains me to say it, Jerry Rice was an unstoppable force. He was an unstoppable force when 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 the San Francisco was at the height of their career. They had Roger Craig. They had Taylor. They had. They had. Uh, I forgot who their tight end was. They had their their big ass bruising running uh, fullback. They, they had. Jefferson was that Rasmid team back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that was a that was a that was a team, and they had the right coach for that system, and that's why uh, these guys were team, as successful a loaded as they team, were.
4: Just like the 49ers were, that lost the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago.
1: Last week. Yeah, last, last week. Last week, week. that's that. Just how that's you how. Remember, time you don't even remember the second half. You no, know, that's how time moves along <laughs> so crazy. I think we all forgot
2: that the Super Bowl was only last week. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it was last week. It, it doesn't feel like, like, it was like it was a last month week. ago. It feels like
3: it was too Yeah. Well
2: here's, well, here's my point.
3: That's right. crazy. Peyton, that's social media. man and is my goal. And Brady winning seven Super Bowls didn't put him over Peyton Manning for me. So I'm saying, if, if so, I'm saying there's nothing that Patrick Mahomes can do to put y'all over who y'all goat is. That's my point. So it's like, yeah, we, what he's we doing we just great went in a roundabout way to get to no. If he, if I was asking y'all, if Patrick Mahomes can he get to being your goat? Like how far away is away Patrick Mahomes from being your goat? three Super Bowls, he's 28 years old. And I'm saying if he has to surpass Brady, he's going to have about 10 years to win five Super Bowls. So I'm saying, does he have to do that to move up on your GOAT list or can he win, like if he wins six Super Bowls, does he does he move up on the GOAT list?
2: Yes. As far as, like, yeah, being- he does. He absolutely- for me, he does. For me, he does. And,
1: and for me, I think he's already better athletically at the quarterback position than Tom Brady. This is where these conversations just it's all subjective because it's all what you think. Just like how you thought that the quarterback is the end all be all. It's everything. You can't win without it. You can't lose without you lose without you know, like it's everybody else's fault when you lose. But it's the quarterback now, I'm joking. Anyway, we done, man. I gotta get I gotta get ready to go take a dip dive in hell luckily for one day because i found out i'm actually off tomorrow too so hi motherfuckers that are working let i'm working three days this week tj still you, beat you so you ain't i, I, know, know, I, know. <laughs> I know i know, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yo today was today was fun i like i like the energy of the arguing i like that i was able to stay a little bit warmer today because i did it inside you know but uh big o
4: you, you were in the building we need to um you know sure. CPTO. Nah man, yo, great show, man. Yo, great show. Yo, isn't it funny? I was gonna say, I was gonna say that, you know, Barry is my is my favorite player of all time. But Megatron, Megatron is my second favorite player of all time. And they both from a shitty ass franchise. Shout out to them that you know they did a thing this year, and and, and Dan Campbell. Giants alum, Giants alum, you know, that's that's turning the franchise around, man. So I love that. But great show, great show. Can't wait for next week, man. you shout out to the listeners, um, um, chiming in. Yeah, man. Y'all pass it off to TJ. Yeah, it
2: was a, it was a good show today. I liked it a lot. Oh, uh, I liked the I liked the back and forth today. It was very spirited. Very spirited exchanges today, so that was that was dope. I like that. Shout out to everybody in the comments, shout out to old List, and, of course, the mayor. Shout out to Jamal. Hope to see you next week. Feel better, brother. And, um, yeah, what's up with you, Tom?
3: Um, shout out to Jamal. I'm, I'm, I was sick a couple of weeks ago, missed the show, so I know how that feels. Um, and I like this because, like, I like the fact that I can't win here because y'all don't. Y'all don't care about shutting up. See, most of the time, I can talk my shit. Like <laughs> you. <I'm so> <coughs> with them, and I win because so they don't want to even deal with it no more. But y'all don't have to do it. Y'all will shut the fuck up. I mean, I appreciate that y'all just don't let me win by default. If I be trying my best. It don't be working out. But it's cool, though, because that's what I'm here for, you know what I mean? I'm here to be challenged by grown men, you know, so it's all good. That's why I enjoy coming on this show, because I cannot do my normal shit to y'all that I do to other people. (laughs) (laughs) I I still feel like I win every week, though, but, you know, that's just me and my conceited you know self but I'm I'm glad this is fun for me because I'm getting combated in the fight. And it's not even that it's an intelligent combat because sometimes y'all get y'all have points that I can't even I can't even dispute. <laughs> 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 but I gotta stand on business and look stupid. But it's <laughs> But it's all right though but
1: I can't wait to do this again. Word. And you know what's crazy, Big O? Because you was—I didn't want to jump in when you was giving your finals, but I had my same thing about Detroit too. But not Megatron. I forgot all the all the um all the receivers that was there before. And especially, we always said they had shit offensive linemen. That offensive line that Barry Sanders ran behind—I believe I'd have to look up the names. Cause I don't remember. I know Lomas Brown is one. They got two Hall of Famers on that line. So we mm. can't always say he had a shit off his line. He had shit everything else around him. But I used to, I, you know, the Detroit Lions was always my sympathy team. You know, like, it was Philadelphia's number one. The Chiefs was almost my team, but I never picked it up. But they were one of my sympathy teams. And But Detroit, because Barry Sanders was my favorite running back of all time. Still to this day, they ain't nobody. There's my goat of running back. They ain't nobody better. There hasn't been anybody better. I don't give a fuck about what your stats were. Ain't none nobody better than Barry Sanders ever,
2: still to this day.
3: Yeah, the man who gets in. 10, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you said sympathy teams. I was like, oh, I have one of those. It was the Saints for a long time before they got good. <laughs> um, this, we, we
1: got, we got, you know I what? Like, next, next week, we're going to talk about some of them because we all, I, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. And it's funny enough, shout out to the brother JP. We always crack jokes on him because he had two solidified teams in his Bears yeah. and his Raiders. I never had solidified teams. It was, my team, and then there might be a team I might ride for for the season. Pause. You know, like right. you said, sympathy. The Jets was on yeah. there for a long time because my brother's a Jets fan.
3: You said ride for, not ride on. You would have said ride on. <laughs> 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 and with that being said, I, I you, 20% off your order using the code
1: starting5. We out. Peace. B. Yes, sir.